from the Coin Podcast Studios in Portland, Oregon. This is your Weather Weekend with meteorologists Joseph Dames and Kelly Bairn. All right, we're live. You're listening to Your Weather Weekend. I'm weekend meteorologist Joseph Dames. Kelly Bayern, our morning meteorologist, is here as well. It's nice to have you here, Kelly. What's going on? Hey, good morning. Uh, excited for this weekend's event. It's going to be a, a scary and cute one, I think. Yeah, that's true. We have um, an event over at the zoo that we'll definitely discuss. And it's an important uh, forecast for that because... Um, we have a few atmospheric rivers moving on in. This week, I was calling them tendrils of moisture. That was that was Ooh. my uh, new description <laughs> of atmospheric river. <laughs> You'll find that article on the website if you wanted to check it out. But that's awesome. Yeah. I know it's. I I really enjoy the term atmospheric river um, yeah, because it, it puts in such a good visual, especially when you actually look at a satellite. When some mm-hmm. of these uh, events come on in, it truly looks like a river in the atmosphere in the skies. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's already a punch phrase. I didn't need to spice it up a little bit. But sometimes we talk about like plumes of moisture or a ribbon of moisture or a hose of yeah. moisture. Or, I tend you to know, say garden hose. Yeah, yeah. Which is also a great description of it. But atmospheric rivers is spot on. So when you hear that, it's like, oh, I hear that phrase. I should be ready for rain, right? Yeah, I, I would think so. Kind of engrave that into your, in your minds, uh, because this week we're going to see a number of them. Yes. So we started off the week, though, pretty nice. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, we actually had some sunshine that was following maybe a gloomy day on Sunday. Um, temperatures, you know, warming up into the 60s. So it's, it's nice to have some dry time before the rain arrives. That's right. It was nice. Uh, I finally got to enjoy some of the trees. I had Monday off, so I was kind of cruising around and it was so sunny in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And some of the red trees in my neighborhood were just glowing. It was a red. It was. Yeah. I mean, I love some of the orange and yellow trees in the sunlight, but the red trees really caught my attention because they I swear they were glowing in their own type of way. Yeah. The colors seem to have popped a little bit more this week. And I had noticed the reds more so than the orange and and the gold at this point in time. So maybe it's just a little more red at this point in time. But I'm with you. I'm with you. One of my favorite um, little graphics that we have, it discusses like the term for the the different colors that the Mm. leaves, you know, change in and like. I know these because I've done this so many times. Like the orange color that comes out in leaves is is because of something called beta carotene, which makes sense. The mm. carotene part, you know, the orange. Mm-hmm. The red is anthocyanin. Okay. And then the yellow or the gold color is a term called uh, xanthophyll. And so just some... Nice. <laughs> some little terms. You throw those I've... around the dinner table tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the anthocyanin in the red. I think that's... Sometimes I get the, the gold and the red one to mix up, but... Um, that sounds that's, about right. That's, yeah. yeah. That's the color, so... Very cool. Well, I think those are my favorite because just, just all around the Pacific Northwest, gorgeous out this time it of the is. year. I think October is is the leaf season and it's just so nice out. It is, yeah. I'm So sometimes we get a little breezy and we get a little wet and we start taking those you know leaves off the trees a little early. I'm hoping that we get through this weekend and we don't really disrupt any of the the leaves on the trees and hopefully we can hang on to those so we can get even some more color you know in the upcoming weeks yeah i have noticed in my neighborhood just from having uh turned color earlier in the month trees are already losing a good portion some are a little bare especially at the top where it might get a little more windy too so i hope so as well we'll see some moments this uh week and in the weekend where it's just rainy and windy so yeah 
I still believe we'll have some leaves through the end of October, but it kind of seems like this is the part of the year where the storm doors kind of open and we get more and more of these rainier, windier systems here in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, we sure do. And we'll discuss that. I want to get over to our interview, though. We're heading over to the Oregon Zoo, Kelly. As you mentioned, uh, the Halloween events. Oh, so fun. fun. Oh, yeah. So let's go hear a little bit about that. Okay, we're just a few weekends away from Halloween, so we have some Halloween events. And today I'm talking to Krista Swan over at the Oregon Zoo about their Halloween event. It's kind of tough to say because I feel like I naturally just want to say Halloween every time. Anyways, Krista, what's going on this year? We've been doing our Halloween event for like 22 years. It's been a while and it's really, it's a fun tradition and it's it's different, you know, this year we're still dealing with the effects of the pandemic, but it's still a really fun costume scavenger hunt through the zoo for kids and families. I love these family events because you get everyone there and you could do something. Sometimes we have some of these weekend events that are more geared towards, you know, adults and it's nice to get a family event out there. So what's the timing for this? When can people get out to the zoo? Is it just normal hours? Does it go a little bit later? How's it work? Yeah, so it's normal hours of the zoo, which at this time of year, starts at 9.30, and then the event goes until about 4 o'clock, but we say 3 o'clock just so people have time to get through everything. This is kind of a big place, and so we want you to have time to get to all the different animal areas. We really encourage the costumes, and it's so cute to see all the kids in their costumes, kids and adults, by the way. And so the kids do a like a scavenger hunt through the zoo so they can visit different animals. And then one of the things that's different, just as we're trying to be as safe as possible with COVID, is Instead of collecting treats and candy as kids go through the zoo, you can opt to add on a treat bag when you purchase your tickets, and then you just pick up the one treat bag at the end of your visit. So that way we're having less contact between people and passing things back and forth. What type of costumes do you usually see over there? Well, as you can imagine, we see a lot of animal costumes, but, you know, I know when my kids were little, they wanted every opportunity to wear their costumes. And so it's kind of fun to have like, in addition to trick-or-treating and whatever school thing they might have to also get to wear their costumes out to the zoo. We see some really creative family costumes as well, where, you know, the the grownups and the kids have kind of coordinating costumes. And that's always really fun. The one thing that people need to remember is whatever your costume is to be sure to wear a mask that covers your nose and mouth. Good reminder. And you're so, that's so right. uh, Or so true that uh, when you're a kid, you just want to wear that costume everywhere you go. So yeah, I still want to wear costumes. Sure. Yeah. It's (laughs) such a blast. Um, You mentioned this is uh, mainly, you know, you have your adults there, but this is good for children. What's the, the age range for, for the children there? You expect people, you know, into high school or what do you got going on? We certainly see that the activity that we have, the like scavenger hunt through the zoo is really geared towards children about two to 12, but you know, the younger kids with, with their grownups assistance, of course, but we see a lot of like babies and toddlers there too, just because it's fun to be at the zoo and to be in costume and to go see the animals. And certainly everyone is welcome. We do see teenagers there too. And I think they, they have, they have just as much fun with the, with the scavenger hunt as the little kids. Well, it's so great. I mean, people love the zoo and people love dressing up. So the combination of the two, I imagine, is just a blast out there. Yeah, we actually have some downloadable scavenger hunts that people can get off our website any time of year. But for Halloween, it's fun to have that sort of trick or treat sort of feeling about it as you go around to the different animal areas. And there's so much new to see at the zoo, too. You know, if folks haven't been out in the last few months, 
or even the last year where, you know, during the whole pandemic, mm-hmm. things are so different. In just in the last few months, we've opened Polar Passage with the polar bear and primate forest and new chimpanzee habitat and Rhino Ridge, which is, you know, obviously rhino. So things are a lot different. And I really encourage folks to come out and see it all. It's really gorgeous. And there's no construction happening. Oh, that's great. So this, I assume the scavenger hunt's going to take you to just about everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Going to take you through the zoo. I know sometimes that you have elephants out there smashing pumpkins. Is that something that happens during this event? Isn't that the greatest thing to see the elephants smashing the pumpkins? I just love it. The keepers put out pumpkins for different animals throughout the whole weekend of Halloween. So it's not a scheduled thing. Like at this time, you can see this animal get it. It's just kind of based on how the keepers are managing that kind of enrichment with each animal. So as you go around the zoo, be on the lookout for pumpkins. Okay. So it's not like a water fountain going off every hour or so, like in Las Vegas or whatever. This is just, you you might see it out there, but if you do, you got to watch it. You don't know who's going to have pumpkins when, but uh, keep an eye out because it's kind of fun. Where can people find um, more information or where can they get tickets? Yeah. So OregonZoo.org is our website and there's a link right off the homepage. Halloween is free with zoo admission. So if you're a member of the zoo, it's free to come, but you still need to do the the additional $3 is how much the uh, treat bag costs. If you want to do that add-on at the end, that all that's available right on our website. I do want to point out, and maybe you had mentioned this, but this will start this weekend and it will also run the weekend of Halloween. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, Saturday and Sunday of this weekend. And then next week, it's the it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Ah, OK. I wonder if people go to both weekends. They just have so much fun. It's like, let's do it. Let's do it all. Let's just I go wouldn't be surprised. Times. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It's so fun. I think if you have the pass, it's probably just a wonderful event. Yeah. You know, membership pays for itself in like two to three visits. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if we got some new members just so they can come to Halloween. Is there anything else um, going on that uh, folks should know? Uh, yes. I will tell you that our Zoo Lights tickets are going on sale soon. And so we're already planning for that. In fact, when you come to the zoo for Halloween, you may see some of the lights going up in different areas. And that's such a, a popular holiday tradition. So um, we encourage folks to get their tickets early. That is, yeah, that's that's such a fun event as well. I'll, you know, we're getting to that. It's the holiday season. We're getting closer and closer. We got Halloween that, you know, so we, a little bit of everything going on. Yeah, exactly. Hey, real quick, I want to ask you about this. Um, I'm, I'm on the website right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fantastic photo, but, you know, it's something to do with the treat bags and using deforestation free palm oil. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. So palm oil itself is a very efficient oil. And so it's it's a good product. However, it's so popular in use around the world that a lot of forests are just being destroyed to create plantations for palm oil. And it's nearly impossible to go through your day without using a product that that has palm oil in it. And we're not asking people to not use palm oil because I think that would be impossible. But there is a roundtable, a a coalition of, of businesses and nonprofit organizations and conservation organizations that are creating guidelines so that that companies that produce palm oil can do so in a sustain a more sustainable manner and so not creating any further deforestation and using sustainable practices that are friendly to the wildlife that live in those areas of the world and so we've got more information on our website so folks can learn more about how to make consumer choices good choices that will support healthy habitats for wildlife but that's where the treats are kind of coming from this year right 
Yeah, the treats, we always make sure that we choose treats that have not used palm oil that is harming the environment. Can you talk about some of the educational elements of this event? Yeah, so as you go through and do the scavenger hunt, it's a fun little thing to go through the zoo and like figure out which animal it is. But you're, the kids are learning about the animals as too, either about their adaptations or how they interact with their habitats or their family groups. So you're learning about the animals as you're having a fun time through the zoo. Yeah. And it's something I always have to ask too. It's because it's the weather podcast. Are you, is it in and out? Are people going to have to be prepared for maybe weather outside as well? How's it been in the past? We've often had really phenomenally great weather for Halloween, (laughs) but you never know in the Northwest and people should be prepared, you know, check the forecast, but the, you know, the habitats at the zoo have both um, sheltered and outdoor areas and there's some indoor areas. And so most of the viewing areas where you would look into the habitat have some coverage and so you won't be out in the elements the whole time but we've had like I said like phenomenally great weather for Halloween and so fingers crossed it will continue we need rain in the region for sure for our own healthy habitats but that shouldn't prevent anyone from coming to the zoo no it's such such a fun time all right that's it Krista if there's anything else you'd like to add go ahead if not I could let you uh, on your way oh that's great thank you so much for helping us get the word out about our events uh, that's like such a fun event for the kids and like she said you get education you get the treats you get to be together you get to see other costumes you get to see animals you get to dress up you can do that this weekend and then we have those days close to halloween as she mentioned i do want to get to the forecast with kelly though because uh, we may have some rain this weekend that's okay that's okay we'll figure it out all right we'll see you on the other side Cannabis. Cannabis. Less than 10 years ago, it was trafficked in the shadows. Today, you get a receipt with your purchase. I'm Travis Box. Each episode, I'll sit down one-on-one with the major players in the Oregon cannabis industry. The activists. The medical professionals. The legislators. The economists. The regulators. Where does this budding billion-dollar industry go from here? It's the Mainstream Weedia Podcast. Coming this November to the COIN Podcast Network. Hi, this is Jeff Giannola from COIN6 News, and I'd like to invite you to watch COIN6 News at 10 on Portland CW. It's our award-winning newscast one hour earlier at 10 o'clock. A full hour of the stories that are important to you and your family from the news team that's watching out for you. Plus, Portland's most accurate forecast certified by weather rate from Chief Meteorologist Natasha Stenbach. See why more people are switching to COIN6 News at 10 on Portland CW. Watching out for you. Okay, so dressing up and pairing it with the zoo is just a perfect combination to have fun, I think, for kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, such a, a great event. The Oregon Zoo is just kind of an iconic spot to head to in Portland. I also want to point mm-hmm. out their Twitter handle is so funny. They have changed their name oh, okay. from Oregon Zoo to Oregoth Boo because, I don't know, maybe being a goth is dark and kind of scary for Halloween and then boo yeah. to scare you. It's just, it's so funny. <laughs> that is, that's great. Yeah, some some humor going on there <laughs> and they post wonderful videos. I was just, we just showed like elephants smashing pumpkins oh, yeah. in the news Love the, the elephants. other day. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. I asked, uh, you know, I was asking Krista about them. Like, do you do like every couple hours, do you just put the elephants out there with pumpkins to smash because that would just be you know it so much <laughs> attention would be brought to that it's just so fun to watch yeah yeah 
It should be a good event. You know, get the kiddos dressed up, uh, but make sure they have a rain jacket. I think if you're going to be out this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have some moments where we'll probably be a little wet out there. Yeah, it, it just seems like a second system brushes through on Saturday. So timing may adjust a little, but do expect to see rain showers throughout the afternoon and some lingering showers into Sunday also. But I do want to say, I think we'll get some dry breaks too. It's not, you know, complete washout, but... I I do want to say models were showing maybe up to a half an inch of rain throughout the weekend. That's definitely enough to need a rain jacket out there. But hopefully you do capture that moment where it is a little more dry. And if we're lucky, maybe we'll get a sunbreak. But I think it's going to be more cloudy than probably sunny this weekend. Rain starting again for our Friday. It's going to be on and off as we head into the late hours of the day, continuing into Saturday. It's just we, we were discussing most of the week. It's just like we have a chain of systems and we have multiple ARs. And, and it's going to be kind of wave after wave. But in between those waves, we'll have the dry time. Yeah, that's true. So I think it'll just be a hit or miss type of weekend. But I think we'll be pleasantly surprised at some of those drier moments throughout the city. Temperatures also look a little chilly, too. We're back in the mid 50s, mainly mid to upper 50s into yeah. the weekend. Yeah, just cool. It's just cool. We are below average. We've been below average on and off for the last couple of weeks. I mean, we had yeah. a real nice day last weekend when we hit upper 60s. And that was just beautiful here in Portland. But this weekend, I would not expect that. I would expect temperatures to be in the 50s. But yeah, you know, it's like every Halloween, the rain comes in and here it is. And here we go. But this year, it seems like it's arriving a little bit earlier. Right. I, I believe the average amount of rain for the month is over three and a half inches right around there for October. And once we hit November, rain totals are above five inches from yeah, it shoots up. when I looked. So this is, you know, historically the, the start of our rainy season. Um, and it only gets a little more rainy as we head into November and December. Then it gets cold and rainy or even snowy in January. So <laughs> we are we are beginning our rainy season. This is true, yeah. You know, I think the wettest part heading into the weekend is going to be early Friday morning. So when you're listening to this, uh, you'll probably see some rain and then starts drying up. But I think that rain and that moisture actually continues through the state. So you're not off the hook if you're east of the Cascades. Sometimes we get the rain shadow east of the Cascades and it's dry. But I would expect some rain uh, today, even for areas like Madras out towards Pendleton. And then that next wave on Saturday may do the same. So this isn't going to be just west of the Cascades. If you are tuning in and you're in the Dalles or the Madras, um, I would be ready for some this weekend as well. Yeah. And a good round for the mountains too. Snow levels kind of dipping and we should see probably a significant round of rain by the week or excuse me snow by the weekend um, which is great to see. I mean we just got to keep building up that snowpack. It's not only great for recreation but good for our water supply going into springtime. Yeah it sure is and let's get a head start on it. Why not? You know <laughs> let's, just, let's get this let's get the snow building up there and um, and that will lead to a wonderful you know, ski and snowboarding season, something like that. Oh, yeah. So, Cannot wait. So I guess um, if you're going to be out and about this weekend, enjoy those dry moments. Be prepared for some rain and cooler temperatures and just kind of enjoy the fall weather. I, I Again, I don't think we'll have a ton of sunshine. I think this is going to be more of a gloomy weekend. But um, if you get some sun breaks, really bask in that sunshine. Anything else you like to add? Just enjoy this weekend and have fun at the zoo. Hopefully your costumes don't get too wet. And it's just yeah. always such a fun place to be. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it with this. She says a lot of the kids will dress up as animals, you know, going into the right. zoo. So I just envision like a monkey looking at a monkey kid on the other side. And it just being such a fun time. So get out there, enjoy it and have a great weekend. 
The Coin Podcast Network is your home for on-demand coverage of local news, sports, weather, and entertainment you won't find anywhere else. You can always find us on coin.com slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.